stop, so. Yeah, so, Shinya, where are we today? Um, we are well, in Odori. Odori, Sapporo, Hokkaido. And we are in a cafe called Fabulous. Fabulous! <laughs> it has a really amazing vibe. Oh! It's a rustic, yeah. old warehouse feel. And yeah. Definitely, and I just noticed the artwork on the wall. Oh, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. You had the great view all this time. <laughs> yeah, so I've already known this place since I came here. So, since and last year. So, you came here last year? Yes. Uh, in April. So, it's yeah, nearly a year now in Sapporo. Alright. Uh, what brought you here? Long story, but I just worked in a Hokkaido ski resort called Kiroro. The famous Kiroro. <laughs> nice. Marriott Hotels worked there for the winter season and then I moved to Sapporo because I like the city in Sapporo. So, right. Um, yeah, like it so far, still like it now. Yeah. A little bit cold, obviously, in winter time, but that's Hokkaido. Sure. But uh, yeah, that's the, that's the short story. <laughs> It's always yes. nice to have a short story version. Yes. And you've got a different accent than mine. Where are you from? I'm from Australia. Okay. So instead of Delano, our accents are quite different. So yeah. I think my accent has toned down quite a bit. I think so too. I mean, we first met last year and... I don't remember. I don't know. It's probably been like half a year since <laughs> yeah, we yeah. met. And I feel your accent's kind of a bit toned down, as you say. Yes. Of course, well, at the moment I'm an online English tutor, so uh, of course pronunciation and things like that. If I have a sh strong Australian accent, it's not that good, so right. it's probably the same for American, British, British as well. So. Sure. Speaking to international international people, so yeah. it's yes, it's changed my accent a little bit, I think, but. The accent comes out when I speak to Australian people. Of course. Does like, your accent come out a little bit more when you speak to so like... So I kind of really lucked out that growing up in Indiana, Central, Midwest America, I feel I don't really have any strong accent. Okay. It's very Hyojin, as we say in Japanese, like standard American English. Of course, people from other parts will probably hear it and think, yeah, she's got an accent. But yes, when I'm with my family, it does come out a little bit, okay. or I, I mimic them. But for the most part, now it's like newscaster. For me, it doesn't, it doesn't really come out when I talk to my family. It comes out more when I talk to a typical Australian... We call, we call them yokes. Y-O-B. Y-O-B. A yog is just like a typical middle to low class Australian. Okay. Yes. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say like American like of course you have like rednecks and hillbillies, but it's not the same. Yogs are just more like the typical Australian person who's lived in Australia their whole life. Okay. Uh, Does it stand for something? Why are we? No 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 no. Okay, it's just it's just called a yog. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we do have rednecks, hillbillies. It's a little bit different. I think rednecks and hillbillies are a lot more stronger. Okay. Yes, but yobs are just a typical Australian, do you know, bloke? Bloke, yes. Do you say blokes and sheilas? We say bloke. We say bloke. Sheilas, not that much. I okay. Don't. 
actress from the movies. Older, 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 older Australian people would say. So, what were we talking about before we started? So, Delena went to push it up. Yeah. Uh, when was it? January? It was just the end of January. Okay. End of January. Beginning of February. Yeah. How many days? We were there four days yes. on location for the New Chitose Airport Have Fun in Hokkaido program, which I get to star in as a reporter of myself. Uh, it's been every season for over two years. We're waiting right now to see if they're going to renew another season or not. Well, after situation. like recently, you had the video at Chitose Airport, right? And there's like nobody there. Yeah. So it's right. Just, like, here's uh, me. Like, here's me. And here's me, no, and there's no one to see. Hardly anyone. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's always fun going to the airport because people kind of look at me like maybe they recognize, but can't believe it, or and people are too polite to stop you really an ask but as soon as I do my like one-liner of the next stop is South Station people just kind of freak out sometimes so that's actually you yeah ah, <laughs> that is me. I didn't even realize oh okay <laughs> wait so the, the voice of the train trains? now yeah just trains trains JR bus JR bus Postal bus, Postal bus. Uh, the streetcar and parts of the subway underground, like uh, corridors and such, as well as Esta. Oh, I, didn't, Ebo. I didn't even realize. <laughs> yeah, so I also do the Esta announcements and Pivo and Daimaru Fuji Central, which is like that big stationery yeah. shop, and Veda, Jeez, the outlet, yeah. also the uh, Ropeway Midpoint Station announcements. Daisetsu Zone's ropeway. Okay. I did uh, the video for that as well, and I've just done their stations for hikers. They have like this new virtual reality um, VR thing you can wear and like look 360 degrees. And so I did the narration for that video as well, um, like a series of them. And how long did it take? Did you do it all together in no, one that, go, or did you just do like that a project? Please. I had three different sessions in the studio to do the Daisetsu on hiking um, things and some of them were just me and some of them were just this other guy and then a lot of them were the two of us doing like, um, not role playing, <laughs> but yeah, well no, he was the guide's voice and I was the hiker's voice for some of the videos. Um, Alan did a great job, really professional. And uh, yeah, it was kind of nice. Because you don't, you don't realize that it is someone narrating. It just sounds like, I mean, not to be like rude or anything, but just like, ah, just a typical American voice, you know? Yeah, it's but quite alright. That's what they, that's what they want, I guess, in a yeah. way, something that's clear and easy to understand. That's me. I hope. And yeah, just all around good voice, I would say. Yes. Yeah, I'm really lucky that during this coronavirus pandemic, a lot of my work was cancelled for teaching, but I had tons of narration come in because it's the end of the fiscal year. So all of these companies that have these big projects, got to get them done before the end of March. So yeah, it's been really nice. I had a lot of work coming in. I've got some more recording for JR. 
trains and JR bus in the next couple of weeks as well. Okay. Smaller jobs, but... Yes. So, uh, so, back to Kushiro? Kushiro yes, Kushiro Akan. There are four days. Okay. And we went there to see... Oh, how was Akan? So, yeah. when I said... Yeah, well, because Akan is near my hometown, my oh. Japanese hometown. Yeah, Ustami. I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, Ustami. Yes. Nice place. Mm, I would. I well, I my experience with Kitami was pretty good. It's pretty boring. <laughs> um, it's okay. just onions, tamanegi, and yakiniku. But you have an airport, right? No. No. Memambets. Memambets. Okay. Yes. So. But you're not too far from there. And it's very expensive. It's not just. It's not even. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I went to Kitami and Memambetsu oh, yeah. two years ago okay. for the spring video. And that was my like top experience so far because it was perfect weather for one thing. And we were there five days and we went from Memobetsu Airport to Kitami and Raos. Oh, yes. And through that huge mountain pass. Raos is nice. Raos is one of my favorite places. Definitely, um, like around that area, is very beautiful. Yeah. And Shiretoko. yes. So yeah, the food was amazing. The yeah. scenery was incredible. We went to Kami. Um, was it Kami Yubetsu? There's a to the park. Yes, yes, yes. There, and they said it was the best day in a decade for seeing tulips because the weather had been really like hot and cold, so mm. they bloomed all at once, and then the weather was just gorgeous. And they had, had this huge event the day before, and it was not nice weather. <laughs> but the day I was there was perfect. That's good. And we also went to Saroma and rode yeah. horses on like the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Through the ocean surf, it was really amazing. And we and did this it. Is work? This is work. I had like some of the Sounds best good. jobs. Sounds yeah. good. We also went to the huge um, Shibazakura Violence mm. Park, but it was we didn't film it, so it was kind of like we had extra time and it was raining. It was still gorgeous to walk through even in the rain. Yeah. And yeah, the food, I mean, went whale watching. I've never done that. But you've got to try. Well, we I've done that in Australia. But really? Okay. I've never done that like in Florida or... It's funny because my commute to work in Australia, you would see some whales. So... Wow. It's probably a different story in like another video, but <laughs> sure. yes. Want to hear about that sometime? Uh, I worked on an island off the Great Barrier Reef in Australia, and July, August, I think, is the whale season. So you would see some baby whales, some mums as well, yeah. on the way to work. That's so incredible. You catch a ferry or a boat or whatever. Just a small charter boat. Yeah. With passengers and just on the way sometimes there are whales so the skipper, the captain will just stop and say, ah oh, on the left side or there'd be some whales and you can see like the tail coming out of the, the ocean. Yeah, yeah, what kind of whales did you see, you know? Not exactly sure. But so they weren't <laughs> they weren't that big. Okay. But they were still definitely whales. Yeah. yeah. So so in Laos, you can in the season you can see the killer whales. Okay. But we weren't we we didn't look out with them, but we saw fin whales, okay. which are the second largest whale slash mammal in the world, animal in the world, and we had six of them, which is the most that our guide had seen in her two three seasons of doing the job. So lucky. 
really talk about your law of attraction. It was like the whole time. It's like, and it took forever. Like we went all the way out and nothing for an hour, and then all of a sudden, just like bam, whales everywhere. It was most gorgeous. Okay. But yeah, so winter time, Kushiro and Akan. Like minus twenty is the sign they have at Lake Akan. It actually wasn't that cold. It was more like. 15, 16, 17 minus Celsius. Um, but my most memorable experience was we went to see the red crowned cranes, uh, okay. Hangzhou, and we went. We left the hotel in Kushiro at 5:30 in the morning, checking out, so we could get to this special bridge. I guess between there and the Kong. So it took an hour to get there. So 6:30 until 9:30, three hours in minus 17 degree weather. We're standing on this bridge waiting for the cranes to wake up and fly away. Ooh. And because it was so cold and like overcast, they did not want to get out of bed. <laughs> so, That's normal. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally felt for them. <laughs> but we're, and I had like the, the heat packs yeah. plastered like all over me and in my shoes, but I was still freezing. I at least got to go back to the warm car for 10 minute breaks, like twice, I think. But our director and camera guy, like three hours straight, just out there. Finally, they started like, one took off and flew, and then it went that way, and <laughs> then two came, and they went that way, and then finally, like, overhead. So, um, yeah, it was. Did you get it eventually? Like well, we didn't get like the huge flock yeah. flying, but the day before, at not quite dusk, like maybe four o'clock. Um, we went to where they feed the cranes. They have the center where you can really get great photos. Saw a bunch of them take off then. So yeah, the, the final video looks really good. Okay, that's good. Yeah. What else do we do? Um, yeah, especially in that area during winter. It's not surprising you hear minus 20. It's just like, yeah, it's a normal winter, I guess. Like, tell yeah, me it's just, is nice compared to that. Yeah, Kitami's just... And that area, Kitami, Abashiri, that side is all crazy. At least minus 10 to 15 every night during the winter. And we're standing there freezing everything off, but our guide for the crane, she's just like out there, no gloves, <laughs> totally fine. No gloves, crazy. And a lot of the people from the area. Cool thing, we were interviewing people that were photographing the cranes at 6, 7.30 in the morning, and Lots of it's an English program, so we were trying to get international folks. Okay. And I met this really amazing wildlife photographer from France. Okay. Uh, his name is Philip, I believe. And so we're now hooked up on Instagram. So yes. maybe I can link to him. But he's got some really great photos from his trip to Hokkaido, as well as like Africa Safari and all these cool things. And I asked him if he would be a guest on this program in the future when he comes to Hokkaido again, so that's something to look oh, forward to. Oh, interesting. Photography, wildlife. Yeah. Special. Special. <laughs> Should be cool. I mean, yeah. it's anything goes Hokkaido. So. Yeah. But so, just, what is it, last month? Yeah. Start of last month, Kitami had an uh, outdoor barbecue festival. That's what Kitami's famous for, though, right? minus 13 degrees and people are outside having barbecue. barbecue so it's right. Just like, so yakiniku is like yakiniku. what Kitami is most famous for. Yes. One of my favorite memories from my trip there was in the car with my director and the interpreter. Mm. And myself 
my director's like, I, I always keep a little guitar with me when I travel so I can practice or write new songs. And he's like, Zelena, can you write about anything? Any topic? I was like, try me. Just give, give me a topic. He's like, okay, kitami, yakiniku. I was like, okay, okay. And then he's like, wait, 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 you're a jazz singer, but can you sing rock? I want to hear you sing rock. And it took, so actually I wrote a song. The, I was like, it took me a few minutes to kind of pick out like a rock rhythm. Or, that's not my thing usually, but it's like style. And I've got this really cool <laughs> song about Kitami <laughs> Yakiniku. Uh, is it just like a short 30 it's, second? It would be perfect for a commercial. Oh. And I would love it to be used for like a Yakiniku Tare company or something. like. <laughs> I want I want to write a second verse in Japanese and I thought about next it. Sponsorship. So sponsors for the show, sponsors for music, like we're we're into it. So yeah, but it's a fun song and everybody was singing it like as we're walking from the car to the hotel. What did you talk about? Alright. Um, even though we're in a public place, it goes uh, uh, Are you gonna sing it now? I can. Okay. Uh, well, Hopefully it's uh, picking to, up, but this is our everyone. test, so yeah. yeah. If you wanna rock your body right, come on down to Kitami tonight. Underneath the stars and the pale moonlight. Oh, what was it? Oh, damn. Grilling everything inside. Cause everything is chill when you're cooking on the grill. Sounds like more of like a fancy yakiniku place. Really? If I think of like yakiniku tare, I just think of like heavy metal, just like heavy metal. Okay, I kind of tare. Yeah. So it's a little long for a short commercial, but I think like it's got potential. So. If I think of the royal family eating yakiniku, I imagine this. Oh, the royal family, like it's. Well, it's because you're hearing me sing an acapella. Like, if you heard ah. the guitars and like the drive sound, yes. it would totally change your mind. Okay. okay. But yeah. Yes. Okay. okay, that's pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. I read it. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, anything goes Hokkaido. I'm really sick of talking and hearing about Corona, but I like it. it. Is, really? <laughs> well, I talk about it every day with my, my students. students. Okay. Well, uh. most of my students have been. Cancelled because of it. So, um, but okay. So I'm good. I got more job work. Lucky. Even though Corona's happening, but it's just by chance. Like, yeah. Um, actually, so I'm working at a Yojian kindergarten. Kindergarten, yeah. Yes. Uh, do you know what the difference between Yojian and Hoikuen is? I do. I think because I also teach kindergarten okay. or Yochian. I, I realized this last week when my mother said it. So I thought Hoikuen and Yochian was different age. No. It's not. No. It's in the U.S. We call it Yochian often gets translated to kindergarten. Yes. But actually, in the U.S., kindergarten is just for five-year-olds. Yes, and same. It's part same of the public. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Part of the public education system. Yeah, yes. Optional. Um, whereas preschool. 
is what I would call you a chin. Yes. And that's what I did. I never actually went to kindergarten in the U.S. because I was in a preschool. Oh, really? And I just stayed there for the, the, the year, the five-year-old year. So, but yeah, like that three to four, five-year-old, and maybe even two kind of educational-based program, like a school thing, that, okay. that's yochian or preschool. Mm. Whereas hoikuen is what we would call daycare, which is like where kids go when their parents are working, so it might be really early in the morning, it might be too really late until the parents get off work. Okay. Of course, not to be confused with daycare in Japan, which is usually for the elderly, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> elderly daycare, which we just don't have in the US no. that I'm aware of, unless no. it's developed since I've been here. Not really in so. Australia. Yeah, so I think the elderly daycare is a really cool concept when you have the aged population like Japan does. Because, you know, you want to have your parents or elderly family with you at home, but you cannot be a full-time caregiver. You can send them to the daycare in the daytime, and they can have community and be yes. cared for properly, and then they're home at night. So it's an option, I think, could work well in the U.S. instead of just sending people to retirement homes. It could be explored. Yeah, well, I just heard that, yes, uh, what is it? Hoikuen is a public, a public okay. sort of daycare style, and then Yochen is a private. Okay, that's an interesting way to look at it. Well, I don't... In Australia, so of course, mm -hmm. the kindergarten is yeah, part of the school system, so. Yeah. I went to school, I had kindergarten, mm -hmm. and the next year I had grade one. Right, so, right, so I think we need to differentiate between kindergarten and preschool and daycare in the English versus, because when we say I kindergarten for Australians and Americans, we're talking about one year of schooling. Yes. Whereas in Japan, they don't have that. No. Kindergarten one year in the public school. It yeah, starts yeah. at first grade. So if you're going to go to any kind of like kindergarten preschool, it is going to be mm. a preschool mm. basically. But everybody calls it kindergarten because that's what Yochin gets translated into. Well, to be honest, I so I was born in Japan. Okay. So my parents took me to uh, not Yochin, yeah, but Hoikuen. Hoikuen. Okay, daycare. Yes. That was when I was two, three years old. Sure. Yes, so I would call, what would you call that in English? Daycare. 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 Yeah. Um, Preschool and kindergarten would be, what would, you, would you call that the same? Would you call that different? I would just call it preschool because, like we were explaining, oh, the kindergarten is just that one year before you yeah. go into the first grade and part of the public education yes. system, which doesn't exist in Japan. Yes. So I think calling Yochin. Kindergarten is a misnomer. Yeah. But it's so prevalent, everybody does it. I do it too. I'm like, I'm teaching kindy, which is not American English that I'm aware of, but. <laughs> Australian. I, I think it is. I, I think I picked it up from my oh, yeah, yeah. friends there. So, yeah, let's call it preschool, because if I'm talking to anyone in the US. It makes sense. That's the only word that does make sense. Free. Preschool. Um, but I don't know about Japan if the hoikuen uh, daycare system is strictly the public, like that name is used for like the government sponsored ones. Maybe. Well, the Yochen, I, I know the Yochen I work is private. Mine too. Um, Which Yochen do you work at? I work at a Montessori kindergarten, uh, bilingual. Uh, privacy issues, I think I'll keep the name to okay, myself, yes. but not just for me, but my students. 
but yeah, I work at a very cool bilingual Montessori kindergarten. But I mean, the kindergarten I work at is up to four years old. Well, Only four? I'm not sure. I worked there a few times already. And the preschool you work at? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Should be up to five. Everyone's four years old. Everyone's up to four years old. So there's huh. one year, it's one to four. One to four. Are you sure it's not a daycare? It's, yeah, it's probably a daycare. It's Maybe. Probably, but yeah, of course, everyone calls it kindergarten. Kindergarten, because yeah. Yeah, it's a little hard, like the lines are a bit blurred. Yes, it, if you think about it, it is, a, it is a daycare. It is a daycare, like we just said. Yeah, if it doesn't end at like 2 or 3 p.m., then it would be a daycare. Because mm. the preschool is like maybe just like school term. School time. Exactly. So they might have like after. I, I've never. Care, but, but after I moved to Australia, I've never been to a daycare or anything like that. I don't think I've been to any schools. Some schools provide daycaring. Oh, yeah. Um, you mean when you when did you move to Australia? How old were you? Four and a half, maybe. Okay, so that's what you're saying. You didn't go into elementary school. Pre, preschool. You went straight to the yes. kindergarten at elementary school. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so you were born in Japan, lived here until you were four and a half. You went to Australia. Did you just live there the whole time, or? So my father is from Sydney, so we moved to Sydney, and I went to preschool and elementary school until grade five okay and then end of grade five i moved to cairns cairns northeast of australia all right uh, and then from end of grade five uh, i lived there until i graduated from we say college in australia but college US too. no but college means Semongaku. Oh, so you differentiate between college university and university. University is Daigaku, so university. Okay. And then college, you would say more for like a trade school or, a, or like, if you want to become a chef or a hairdresser. Is that usually two years or is that also four years? Uh, it varies. It varies. Sometimes, okay. sometimes even six months, sometimes up to two or three years. That's interesting because in Japan, I think people have that image as well, but college is the lesser. Yes. to university but in America even if you go to like Harvard University or whatever we still say I went to college, college. at such and such oh. um, so we call it college regardless of the name of the school yes, yes, so, yes. and my college changed its name from something something college to something something university after I graduated and I would still say I went to college, college. at such and such university but yeah we would say, okay. we would say, of course, we, we don't really say university, we would just say, we, I went to uni. Uni, I, right? I picked yes. that up for friends. It's really convenient, like, nickname of it. Australia. Australian English. Nicknames, everything. So. I have a friend from Australia, lovely lady. Me. You as well, of course. <laughs> I have a few friends from Australia. And sometimes, like, texting, I get these things, I'm just like, what are you talking about? Like, Argo? Yeah, that's... What is that? Oh really? You don't know? I, I do now, but uh, afternoon explain. afternoon is Arvo. Arvo. A R V O. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, and 
what else? What else? Avocado toast. Do you have a special name for that? Avo toast. Avo toast. Okay. Avo toast. Just a nickname again. Yeah. What do you call McDonald's in America? McDonald's. No, there's a nickname, right? Mickey D's. Mickey D's. Yeah. You guys? Mackers. Mackers. I kind of like that. M A double C A S. Okay. But of course, for example, you say tomato. Yeah, most of us say tomato with the hard A. You guys? Tomato. Tomato. Well, it's British, right? So tomato, tomato. But potato is potato, not potato. Not potato. Okay. Do you know near Sapporo? I think it's maybe Ekorimura and Aniwa. Yes, Aniwa. They've got not right now, of course, but in the summertime they've got this like world's largest tomato tree. Maybe like they grow every year. I think from start like this huge. It's a tree of tomato vines. It just like goes all across. And it's cool because you can like take pictures and they have a little climbing thing you can look from the top or the bottom. But my British friends who teach us in Aniwa, actually Kaiwa, Vicky, she's great. Um, she and we were riding like these little cars where you can hang them up and she's like, it is tomato. <laughs> like, like, come on, I'm American. I'm a, you don't have to be right about everything. But <laughs> yeah, okay. I guess. America though, like. What's a bit like? Uh, so there is another podcast that I watched called Abroad in Japan. Yeah, I've recently heard about that quite a lot. But recently, I've, not... oh, I've been really listening to them since they started. So okay. Two years ago, maybe. All right. And uh, so they're two British guys. Okay. And uh, he, one of them, they came to Sapporo during the snow festival. Oh. And, this uh, year. Yes, yes, this year, this year. Dangerous times. <laughs> Yes, I wanted to meet them, but I was working at the time, so... Oh, yeah, well, we'll have to... I think we're going to have some success with this, so we'll have to do, do a crossover. So? I do. Okay, that's good. I do. Yes. Even though we're not following the format at all. <laughs> but it's cool to see how this goes. Yes, but uh, he was talking about... Sotate, so... Scallop. Scallop. Scallops. Or scallops. Scallops, yeah, okay. So this one is... <laughs> Just talking about like one way is wrong and one way is correct or something like that. So. Okay, so we're both teaching English. What's your take on pronunciation of words? I just I just explained to them that my English and my accent is from Australia, so our a's. Mm-hmm. So it's like ah, uh, it's it's lengthened, it's like stretched. Right. So I just explained that to them. So. Just, just for example, in a sentence, if they just use a, most people say a, but I say a. Right. It's a cup. A cup. Not it's well, a cup. I think actually, if it's a vowel on the next word, then it would be a. I mean, no, no, sorry, a. It should be a cup. That's how I say it. But most people say it's, an egg, it's, right. it's a no, cup. It's a if cup. If it's the and the, that one. The ocean versus the, the ocean. But I, I was shocked when I came here and I heard that like people take tests in junior high, high school about the and the and a and a pronunciation. Because yeah, like there might be a rule somewhere in there, but we don't care as native speakers. Like, and I had to re-record a, tons of stuff um, 
for the, one of the train lines years ago because I pronounced the and the the correct way of like the next stop is or the ocean. Is there a difference? But they wanted know. it to all be the same. Oh, I understand. I understand that. Everything's yeah. because. But it didn't sound right. But I still had to do it again. So. Ah. Anyway, there's so many things to pay attention to when you do narration. Does it really matter that much? Right. My take as an English instructor is there are so many ways to do things that are correct and even back in the US people who are native English speakers say stuff wrong all the time but it's still native English and if that's your goal to communicate then that's okay like to make mistakes so if I hear somebody say something that doesn't sound correct to me I'm not like oh that's wrong I'm like actually that could be British English or it could be Australian unless I know that it's just completely wrong but I'm like it, it could be Filipino Filipino English or something like that I was like but I'm an American English expert so this is how we do it <laughs> this is how I do it I think your English is better than me so. better than mine <laughs> no 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 no, 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 no. see perfect example better than mine your English is better than mine uh, okay. versus me which is a common mistake that is so common or not even gonna call it a mistake anymore. Okay. So you just proved my point. Exactly. <laughs> my point. I, I didn't I didn't study at university. Well uh, did you study? I did. I have a degree in something I've never used. <laughs> but I went to four years but I didn't actually study English in college. So my English was all basically from the 12-year standard education. Oh, really? Yeah, what I was studying, I mean, we had to write papers and such, but I had a good, solid public education. And I was lucky, like, the one English class I had, our professor picked me and one other girl who was my roommate, actually. We were the two people on campus to check publishers' papers mm. in this lab. Um, and I was the only math tutor on campus as well because we only had one math course that was required and most people could pass it without trouble but people who really struggled I struggled when I was a student with like algebra okay. so I had a pretty good grasp to explain it so it was kind of cool like me a math tutor is crazy but, so um, but now anyways now yeah it's been fun all the kids home never did calculus did you? well I studied engineering but I quit, but still. So you did go for some time? Yes. Okay. I don't like studying, so... <laughs> but you're I, studying Japanese now. Yeah, in my own time, I just think that that studying is a little bit different. Of course, I'm half Japanese, so... Right, hafu, which is a topic I want to touch on another time, maybe. Yes. Because I think we're going to try to keep these between 30 minutes to an hour. Oh, up to you, yeah. really. I, yeah. I can talk for I know two I can hours, too. maybe, but um, yeah, instead of going onto a tangent, going into another topic, yeah, it's better to maybe stick to stick to one. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be back. Okay, we're back. Now we've talked a lot about America, Australia, and the differences, but this is also anything goes Hokkaido. So yes, like. Uh, What's Hokkaido language? Hokkaido, Hokkaido dialect um, could be cool, or like even just Japanese. Like, what's 
Your favorite phrase you picked up. Of course, like you hear menkoi. Menkoi, yeah. Cute, what is it? Round. A cute round thing. A cute round thing? I yes, like a round, yes, like a, some, something is like, like a, a cute you? round face. <laughs> so you get called menkoi? No. A lot? No? I get called kakui. Kakui. <laughs> I no, 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 no. Okay, I didn't realize no. Minkoi had anything to do with round. I thought it's it was just... like, it's usually like a baby baby face. It's usually typically like a round, circular. You have a bit of a baby face, yeah? I don't know, I guess so. But uh, for example, like a doll or a stuffed animal, which has like a round face. That's what you call Minkoi? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, Nageru is a big one. Nageru. Komi o Nageru. Okay, for Hokkaido yes. dialects, which makes perfect sense to be throw. an American throw away. Throw away the? The garbage. Not trash? No. Well, trash, garbage actually, they're yeah, interchangeable the where I'm from. We, we never use trash. Really? Never use trash? Garbage or garbage. rubbish? We never use rubbish. Okay. But garbage and trash are completely yes. interchangeable. Like, garbage can, trash can. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, nagiru is Hokkaido dialects. The rest of Japan doesn't really say that. What do they say? Steru? Steru. So, not to throw away if you translate it. I mean, it's still throw away because that's why we say it in English. But and be... I'm not sure if this is Hokkaido, but people always put sa. Sa. Nani nani sa? Toka. I don't know if this is just some places in Japan or this is in Hokkaido, but okay. lots of Hokkaido people always say sa at the end of like every single For example? Sentence. Just sonomama nani 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 sa Okay, now I picked up one recently and I use it all the time and it totally makes me sound like a Hokkaido jin. Sho. Nantoka sho. Ah, like, yes. Instead of desho, just shortens the sho. So, kakui sho. Instead of kakui desho. So dropping, I love like Hokkaido dialect how it makes things simpler and like a little bit easier sometimes. That's most slang, I guess. Could be. That's all of Australian slang. <laughs> all of it is. That is all, right. all of Australian slang. So. Okay. Oh, but there's oh, there's a few words. There are some other words, but nothing comes up to mind. Okay, so we're gonna say menkoi, which is like a cute round thing. Can you use it for girls? Because I don't think I have an image for guys. Girls, yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't like, have the image for guys. Really? I don't know, maybe I've got a different word in my head. Menkoi is for like cute, cute kids. Cute I kids? Have. Okay. Yeah. So. Learning all the time. So, Menkoi, Hokkaido dialect specifically. Gomi o nageru. Nageru. Throw away the garbage. And, nanto kasho. So, it's like, isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a few other ones, but yeah, I would have to check. And then well, this is like gonna be something we'll have on our program every words. time. Is some kind of Japanese, like kakui Japanese or cool. So we can. I mean, it is anything goes Hokkaido. We want to teach you something useful for your yeah. trip to Japan or your Japanese language study. So. We kind of have a guest with us right now who doesn't want to be on camera, <laughs> but that's Maybe. cool. What is your favorite Japanese phrase these days? Yeah, like cool Japanese you would teach people. Love. 
How do you say it? I. So in Asana sentence, mama. <laughs> I. I. I love. Okay. Okay. Here's a question. Like in the U.S., I guess Australia too. We love to exaggerate and say like, "I love chocolate" or "I love coffee." Would you say "I" about chocolate or coffee? No. Or only people and relationships? Not, not like specific. Yeah. Okay. No. Too no, because you use daisuke, right? You use daisuke for yeah. but food and stuff, but you wouldn't say yeah. the I, right? No, I don't think you would use it for like inanimate objects like we do in English. Bobby. But on the converse side, if you like a person, like you want to go out with them, you might say like skides or daisuke. Yeah. And if you don't realize that like actually means love in Japanese sometimes, it happened to me. I had a friend when I first came here. Um, about the same age, young guy. Reminds you remind me of him a little bit. This friend of mine. And um, thank you, no, thank you. No, he was a great guy. <laughs> really nice guy. Thank you. And um, he would like introduce me to really cool restaurants or cafes, and we'd go eat together. And I thought we were just totally friends. And I was learning Japanese. He didn't really speak much English. And then one day we were at Odori Park, and he told me he's like. Skides, and I just translated like, I like you, and I'm thinking, well, I like you too. So I, I said it back. Yeah, but sometimes, not, re- like, not realizing. Someone says, I like you, it sort of means that way as well, right? Yeah, but in that case, in he that really case, meant it like. He, he was he, in the friend zone. <laughs> and it, it, he really meant it like he thought we were dating after that, uh, and I didn't realize. Because um, I wasn't like. I actually think I still had a boyfriend back in the States, so for me it was like, not an option. But anyway, so I learned my lesson. Skides, daisuke can be used to mean you like something or someone, but it also can mean love within the cultural thing. But so it's sort of like, for example, sorry, in English, so if, you, if you hear, do you want to go out? What do you think this means? If you want to go out with me? Yes, as? Like, that would probably be like going out steady as a boyfriend or yeah, a relationship. Like, sometimes I said, do you want to go out? But yeah, like, you could also just go out for just, coffee. Yeah, right? Yeah, so you need more details. See, this one is also, in English, it's a bit like, confusing yeah. for well, other people. It's a little vague if you don't yes. clarify. Yes. So context, context. That's funny. Okay, so I think we're going to wrap up this first trial episode of uh, Anything Goes Hokkaido. Yes, thank you guys for listening. And watching, if you're watching. Yes. Uh, We will definitely have more episodes, maybe in a more controlled atmosphere where it's not so much background noise. We'll see how it sounds. And if there's any recommendations about what what you'd like to hear or you would like to watch. So we have an email address, Anything Goes Hokkaido at gmail.com. We'll also be setting up the Facebook page and Instagram, I think, okay. soon. So um, that sounds those good. are ways you can yes. connect with us. We want to hear your questions. We will answer them if we get some, as soon as we get some. Uh, we're not really thinking to do a live broadcast yet. I'm down for it. I would be too. Yeah. Uh, once we get the hang of the flow. Yes. I love doing live broadcasts on Facebook all the time mm. anyway. Um, so we might look at that down the road. But for now, I want to 
do some editing and put in some music and yeah. kind of tweak it a bit and see how it goes. Yeah. Although this might just work as it is. So. I mean, it's just a test, so it's right. fine. So, um, but anyway, this was a lot of fun. Oh, that's good. Hey, I'm Delena. I'm Shinya. And this is Anything Goes Hokkaido. We look forward to having guests on in the future and your questions. And what kind of Japanese or information do you want to know about Hokkaido, Sapporo, Japan? Alright, have a great one. Goodbye. Stuck in.